state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Black Bruce Wayne, here with Ali, aka Kelly Olenek's number one fan. Raj, aka Brandon, who is back. No, oh, I didn't even realize that was your name on the pod. Like when Anthony Davis plays that way, I I gotta bring it back. No disrespect, no disrespect though to Brandon. Ingram. How can you say no disrespect when you say Brandon? Who? This is why I kicked you off of Ingram Island. Anthony Davis is good, but can he go fourteen for twenty two in a thirty point loss? Like, don't disrespect <laughs> what Brandon Ingram does. Oh no, see, I didn't say that, Ali. I didn't, I didn't say that. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for the eighty train. I just I will not take any disrespect to Brandon Ingram from here on out. If it happens. You'll see. We're going to see. <laughs> I just want to apologize. Week, it was just a joke. I, I know next week Raj is going to have a name like Ingram Sucks or something <laughs> like that. Never. No. <laughs> Hashtag small baller brand. <laughs> number 14 Danny Green better than number 14 Brandon Ingram. Oh, man. Oh. We were supposed to bring something up, but I didn't f- couldn't figure out a way to, to segue into it smoothly. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I, that's why I was laughing because I knew what you're trying to bring up, and I knew exactly that you're like, how do I incorporate this? <laughs> and now our listeners are like, what are they going to talk about? <laughs> Bas- you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I'm just gonna bring it up. Go ahead. Basically, we were talking about when you're home alone and you're able to use the bathroom if you uh, you leave the door open or not. And I said, I like to leave the door open because then you don't get entrenched in that smell. There you go. Never even thought about it like that. But don't you have, like, the window in the bathroom? Like, can you open the window? I the do bathroom? not have a window in my bathroom. Oh, okay. The window in the bathroom is kind of, it's kind of underrated. That's, like, a huge, uh, that's a huge benefit. I, it, it takes it takes the bathroom on a whole nother level. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually, I'm, I, my bathroom areas in the house are, like, nowhere near where there can be a window. Uh-oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. There's like a, in the, the apartment that I moved into recently, there's like a gigantic window, but it's like, it's like, it opens directly to the shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like whenever I take a shower, I'm just putting on a show, like no matter what. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's right there. Like it's, and granted it gets like nice and foggy when like uh-huh. you turn the heat on, but what if I want to take a cold shower, then I'm just freezing with a giant window right at the shower. See, it's not really. And that's why I won't shower with the door open, even if I'm home alone, just because I don't want it to be cold when I get out of the shower. I know. Sometimes, like, I even turn the heater on before I go in the shower. Like, it's. Yeah. I've probably gone. Like, I literally go and, like, put my heater on and then go take Especially in the morning because it's cold. I mean, California cold, but still, it's it's cold. I like turn the heater on. Uh, sh- like, the fans in the shower are overrated, they don't do anything. You're talking about like the bathroom fan, like the one with yeah, the light the bathroom switch? fan. I don't know what I don't know who created that or what that's there for. If it's just like if every home construction company has like a, a, a contract with with fan builders, like because it's useless, it does nothing. No, it does nothing. And I I think I know what the invention was for. And now they just make it in every house. It's literally just that for when you take a take a, a deuce, it's just there's some noise and people can't hear outside. Oh well, that's genius then. That was. If that's real, that's that's an amazing invention. I'll take I, back I really everything believe I said. that because every house I go to, I'll turn on the fan if I'm going to, you know, drop one. Uh-huh. My apartment doesn't have one, so you wouldn't be able to do that here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, if you came over, you just blew it up. 
no. Like, we know. We know. Like, there's no there's no fan you, in my bathroom. Then you go to your, whatever you use, Spotify, Apple Music, and you play some music while, yeah, you, while you're in there. Yeah, there you go. You makes it obvious to everyone outside, which is fine, but, you know, you're, you're jamming <laughs> well, he, while, you're, while you're dropping. He really likes 2 chains. just can't go to the bathroom without <laughs> listening to 2 chains. <laughs> <laughs> so i gotta turn the heat on and i gotta bring a bluetooth speaker to the bathroom every time i come in you got a whole setup in there <laughs> you ask my bathroom. Me, do you have a fan in your bathroom no okay i'll be right back goes to the car and just brings like this bluetooth speaker I'm like all right i'll be right back um I, I will say this i don't like to be uh to be cold when i come out of the shower so i, I also like i'll turn on the i'll turn on the heat sometimes mm-hmm. but one thing you can do to like fix that is you can just like before you get out of the shower just like give yourself a nice 30 seconds of cold water and that way your relative temperature will be warm when you get out because you'll be like it's warmer than that cold water was boom what no yes That's bro not- <laughs> yes bro you cool your body down so that out when you get out of the shower the new temperature that your body hits is warmer than the cold water that you were just submerged in. It's simple biology. <laughs> I I refuse to have cold showers. Like even if it's for thirty seconds. No. Wait, 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 Rick. Let me get this straight. I take a nice hot shower and then I freeze myself so I'm not cold when I get out. When I say co- when I say cold shower, I don't mean an ice bath. Like we're not professional athletes. I don't mean mm-hmm. like thirty two well, degrees. Well, some of us might be. I yeah. mean. What is athlete? Like I could, I could mess up some Rocket League if you're trying to. <laughs> Technically, that counts. Esports is still sports, bruh. Um, but just like not, not like don't. I'm not saying flip the whole switch from hot uh-huh. to cold, but just flip, like you flip. know, flip, flip. Uh, shout out Drake. Uh, just like turn the temperature down just a little bit. Give you just shock the body a little bit. Nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah. Just no. try it out. No, I'm yeah, not letting out. cold water hit my skin. I'd rather yeah. have the air, the cold air, hit me for like 30 seconds while I'm freezing than cold water hitting me. I feel like I'm going to die. Not die, <laughs> but like when cold water hits you, especially especially after having a hot shower, that's like the worst. It's yeah. like, it's like you know when you're in a jacuzzi and then you jump in the pool? Yeah. That difference is crazy. I don't do that. That sounds painful. I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, so wh- why do you do the shower then? Because a, a jacuzzi, or if you're taking your shower at jacuzzi temperature, <laughs> then like first and foremost, where do you live? Let me get that kind of water pressure and heat. But <laughs> second of all, like no, bro, I'm not trying to make human stew out here. I'm just trying to clean myself. There, by the way, this was an impossible way to segue this in. Yeah, no, I was like, I was trying to think of like you know the heavyweight bout. Players will be sore. Probably need an ice bath. Trying to go to the cold shower route. But I think sometimes when you want to talk about something, you just gotta drop it. Yeah, by just the way, transition. Just transition. When people are wondering like why were they even talking about this beforehand, it was just we were talking about how like Raj lives on his own compared to roommates, and then we were saying difference between having roommates and being on your own. So yeah, that's how that came up. We weren't just like, oh, how was your today? Oh, I left the door open. Wasn't like that. Yeah, this was a naturally like came up conversation this was yeah. just uh, fabricated out of nowhere I'll, i was a little concerned right now raj i don't know how you feel about him putting your business out there you know what i'm saying <laughs> raj looking for roommates <laughs> <laughs> just know that he does it with the door open <laughs> so you know if you want to spend the night on raj's couch just be prepared <laughs> you know what I'm saying? he likes to cook at 1 a.m <laughs> that's true that's very true the bathroom part not so much but yeah Cooking at 1 a.m. definitely hits different. (laughs) (laughs) 
that it does that it does speaking of things hitting different how's that 23 and 3 sleep mm. very different that's beautiful it's like sleeping on a Tempur-Pedic so the heat were unbeaten at home is that a quality win or are we still like not playing quality teams I don't nah they suck now right that's how this works I mean they were without Dion Waiters so yeah, that's true. He got suspended again, right? Like on top of his last suspension. Yeah, for insubordination, yep. which which I googled and says like not accepting to authority, which sounds just like Dion Waiters. Like that's that sounds perfect. I said like he could be Dion insubordination waiters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Ellie didn't appreciate that very much, but <laughs> I thought it was clever. I thought no, I thought that was clever. I thought that was clever. Anyway. Do you think Dion Waiters plays over five games this season? I wanted to say yeah, obviously, but it's not that obvious. It's not. No. I think if he's traded, maybe. But yeah. Not, not on this Heat team. He's not He's not getting minutes. Oh, well, that's right. a shame he won't get a chance to get his revenge against LeBron. Keep in mind, Dion played with, like, great players for a while. Played with LeBron. He played with KD and, and Russ in oh. OKC. Yep. And, like... He just says that. I mean, it's he's always shown a an inability to sort of like give up himself for the team. So well, he got paid, shame. right? Like, I think he got, he got last summer contract. Yeah, let's see what is it. I mean, everybody on the Heat got paid, and <laughs> amazingly, paid. they still got Jimmy Butler. So with the Heat, he had a four-year, fifty-two million contract. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yo. People were like freaking out about him having the seizure on on a plane, but like. Yeah, I mean a panic attack on the plane, but like fifty-two million dollars, that buys you some strong gummies. Like I don't know, like gotta be careful out here. Well, true, but what if he bought gummies that are like that weren't supposed to be like that? What if someone? Ah, oh, no, no. Oh, like he just he he thought he was just getting some Haribo or some Black Forest, <laughs> ended up being some Green Forest instead. Exactly. I got you. I know some of those words, and I have no clue what you said right there. Haribo is like the top brand. Yeah, if you ask gummies. me, they got the gold bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Forest is like it's like more of a green bag. It's like a forest, but it's a Black Forest logo. Haribo's top notch. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Like Black. So forest he didn't get no Haribo. Is what you're saying? No, nah, he ain't get Haribo. No Black Forest. He got okay. some a little bit. I, I don't think they have the infrastructure for the distribution that Haribo and Black <laughs> Forest has. I think it's more of a mom and pop shop, if you will. <laughs> Wherever he got his gummies from. Pretty wild. He took those like with everybody on the plane, like all the team presidents. Like it's unless that's normal, but like it's, I don't know. I, I have a theory. Kelly Olynyk gave it to him. Oh, wow. Yeah, because there was a rumor that someone gave, like right. a teammate gave it to him. Yeah, he ain't no snitch. Did you just yawn? No, that wasn't a yawn. That was more of like a I don't know. I don't know what it was, but don't worry about it. Raj, you can't bore him. Yeah, no snore. Or no yawn, sorry. Not snore. Snore. I mean, I would hope I wasn't snoring. <laughs> Might as well have been. <laughs> I mean, so, I'm sorry, all this gummy talk. I feel like I'm getting the effects by osmosis right now. <laughs> let's change the subject. Yeah, I can make you not yawn. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Anthony Davis' game last night. It's like coffee. It's like, <laughs> it's like espresso. It's like Adderall with more than coffee. Dude. I don't, like, every game he, like, sees it's amazing. And he finished with 33 points. It never feels like he has that much. You'll always see it, and you'll be like, holy crap, I don't even, I didn't even realize he had that many points. 
yeah, everything is in the flow, right? Everything, everything in the offense that he does is nothing looks forced. It just looks so easy. It's yeah. kind of like when you're watching Kevin Durant score and nothing looks forced. He's hitting jumpers, like dunks. It, you know, it's crazy. The whole game, the other opposing teams always like trying to game plan to guard Anthony Davis. It's, it's genuinely possible. They had they had uh, Derek Jones Jr. guarding uh, LeBron out there, and like that was a mismatch. And then you had Kelly Olynyk guarding Anthony Davis, which that is a mismatch. So it's just it's crazy because there's so many like out of all the teams, there's only a few teams that might be able to match up with both. I really felt like Spolstra was trying to just throw length at at AD and LeBron, mm-hmm. um, especially with like. Like Derrick Jones guarding him, and like Kelly Olynyk just tr- trying to throw size with like no dis with like no regard for any athleticism or strength difference. Um, and it, I feel like it actually worked out okay. Um, but I feel like it would have worked a lot less if the Lakers hadn't had like so many turnovers in the first half, and LeBron mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, if that head start hasn't hadn't been given, I feel like it would have been a very different game. That's how you know the Lakers. Uh, like they're just they're so talented. There was a moment where. Uh, the Heat had four turnovers total. I think it was in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers had like 15, and they were still up by five. Yeah. It's like, how how does that happen? And then also, the Heat were trapping Anthony Davis. I don't know if you saw, like, almost on the catch, they started trapping him, and then he was kicking out to LeBron in the first half, and LeBron was like, getting turnovers. Yep. And then the second half, LeBron just started shooting threes, mm-hmm. and he was making them. Anthony Le- Davis started shooting threes. Yeah. How do you guard that? When AD's hitting three. Vogel said that AD, like, AD's three-point shooting was basically the key to unlock, like, the Lakers' offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what, what you know, interview he said that in. And it sounded, like, kind of hyperbolic. But then you see a game like last night, and you're like, oh, my God. Like, if he's going to shoot four for nine from three, then, like, there's literally nothing in the other team. Especially if LeBron's shooting four for eight from three. Mm-hmm. Then what do you, like you said, Raj, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Pray. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, uh, like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron's first half though. Well, keep like, let me just say this real quick. I love Doris Burke. Like, I think she's obviously a hall of famer, like knowledge, like completely just steeped in the game, just lived in the game of basketball knee deep. But I, I just hated her so much during that first quarter. I felt like she was trying to jinx LeBron. Like, I mean, you know, he's one and four in this, in this arena. You think he's thinking about the fact that he's one and four in this arena? If I were one and four, I'd be thinking about the fact that I'd be one and four and it would be making me turn the ball over. So I'm one and four Doris. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Doris. <laughs> Maybe she was trying to. Maybe she was trying to reverse jinx it, or trying to jinx it. I mean, she jinxed it. She was trying to reverse jinx it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then in the second half, every time LeBron scored, Doris like LeBron knows he's one and four. Like that's what, <laughs> that's why he hit the shot. I was like, oh my god. That's a, when he hits a three. That's a one and four three right there. <laughs> like yeah, look at LeBron. Like, you could tell he wants this win. Look at that pass. Oh. It would it would only be bad if like you know, I mean it wouldn't be so bad if like I know he's one and four but like he won last year as a Laker yeah. like one of those wins was as a Laker <laughs> like I think we're past the one and four like maybe well, dude just had a bad first half <laughs> but it is what it is it's funny because in the before the game I was like just doing too much thinking before the game 
Um, and I was just like, I, I was in my head like, oh, wow, you know, the Heat are kind of like the East Coast Lakers, like this glamour city, but they're about what they're about. Like they have iconic moments, iconic championships. Like now we get Braun versus Jimmy to add to like the layers of like Miami versus LA and, and like all this stuff, like, you know, the Shaq connection, the Pat Riley connection. And like, it was like Doris just went with it and she like read my mind and she was like, let's add another layer, one and four. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like we were on the same page. <laughs> Regardless. Miami's a Miami's a they they won't quit. What a crazy no. stat that I didn't know until yesterday was that Miami was undefeated at home. Yeah, I didn't know that until I heard it on the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh damn, <laughs> that's really that's actually very impressive. Yeah, not, not only are they number one at home, they at home they rank like number one in three point percentage, field goal percentage, like uh, defensive rating, all all that stuff. Like they're a totally different team. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we talk about sometimes is like you know if in order in order for the team to win you know games on the road role players have to sort of step up and not just step up but also like be aggressive mm-hmm. right and i feel like at one point in time in the game i think it was at like like 10 minutes in the game braun had like settled for a jumper um and then ad had like shot like a fadeaway jumper and they both missed mm-hmm. um and at that point the only basket was javel's oh, javel had had a, had a dunk um, so like 10 minutes left, Braun had settled for jumper, AD had settled for jumper, JaVale had got one, and Danny Green just like gets the ball in transition and takes like a one dribble pull up with like 22 <laughs> seconds left yep. on the shot clock, and he banged it because that was, that's his shot in transition, like the uh, one dribble set myself, but I was like, that's what I'm talking about right there, like, like, <laughs> Braun's gonna settle, AD's gonna settle, Danny Green, let, let them know, like, let American <laughs> Airlines Arena know we're here, like, it's not gonna be that easy, I just thought that was super dope by Danny. JaVale really, uh, speaking of JaVale, he, like, really uh, set the tone for the Lakers in that third quarter. Mm-hmm. He had, like, three blocks in the first, I don't know, four minutes, five minutes, that third. Yeah. JaVale's been amazing. Like, his effort has been crazy. I think it's because, like, the minutes that he shares with Dwight, so he's not averaging, like, a crazy amount. He yeah. can just go crazy in that little bit. He and Dwight just put a ton of pressure on the boards, and he was blocking, and like you said, and getting laws for dunks. Like, mm-hmm. Looks totally different. He was blocking so much, somebody had to call the cops on him. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> apologize for the siren there. <laughs> hey, sorry, he did five total blocks that game. Wow. Yeah. And like three of them were on Bam, right? Like while well, Bam so. was just trying to attack him one on one. Yep. So I was actually, I, I, I was actually surprised. I thought that the Lakers were going to have like. I don't want to say a lot more trouble with Bam because it's not like Bam had a bad game. He had a double-double. He had five assists. But for a dude who like just had his career high in assists and whatnot, you know, I, I felt like he was going to come out and try to show out. Uh, and it just didn't really didn't really happen like that. Mm-hmm. Like he only had one block either. Like he didn't – I don't think he had any steals. And he's sort of been f- stuffing the stat sheet in, in earlier games. And obviously Lakers length, like what are you going to do? But I was I was impressed with the way that they uh, that they handled uh, sort of Bam's Bam's presence. Yeah, they started the game with Bam on uh, McGee, and they tried to like hide Leonard on AD. It didn't work too long. And then I, I think they had to they had to sw- switch Bam on AD. I think he got kind of like tired having to do both ends, trying to guard AD on one end, and then also be a scorer on the other. End. I mean, that's just a, that's just a tough responsibility for any for anybody, let alone like a thirty year player. Um, real quick, uh, just because Caruso only got like ten minutes, eleven minutes yep. in the yep. game. Um, and there was just one play with Caruso that I thought was funny. It was with like 35 seconds left. Rondo had the ball. He was coming down the court. It was like semi-transition. And Caruso 
just like Caruso cut to the t- cut to the basket, like right through the middle. Him and Rondo were relatively close, but Caruso just like went straight down the paint, and Rondo missed him. Um, Caruso was kind of wide open on the cut, but it, it looked like Rondo didn't even like look at him, even though Caruso like had a chance to like really like get into the teeth of the defense. But it, it ended up not mattering because Bradley Avery Bradley hit like hit a three or it was either a three or, or a pull up mid range because he was just I think on the pull up. Yeah, I, I was gonna say he was just on the pull up mid range. Uh, this game we can talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, but literally the next play down the court, uh, Rondo like feeds Caruso, even though Caruso was like just kind of standing there, and Caruso just like didn't hesitate and just went straight to the cup <laughs> and laid it up. And I was like, I love when Alex just like takes advantage of his opportunity. He's like, you missed me last time, but it's all good. We're gonna take advantage of this time right here. Um, back to Avery Bradley though. Oh, he's back. Yeah. His, his mid range. I remember in the beginning of the season, I I think you guys could agree with me. Everyone was like, he takes so many mid range shots. They never go in. Like it was getting annoying. (laughs) And lately, like he's just like, he's hitting his mid range shots. That's like his thing. And so I don't know. It's been really, really like good to see. And Vogel does a nice job, nice job getting them in good spots. Like in his like money spots, like in those corners on the baseline. He's usually getting them off handoffs from AD where they're wide open because the big has to drop. Um, yeah, and I'd like to see him hit a few threes. I think he was 0 for 3 from 3 tonight, but uh, yeah, I like that he's back. And his defense looked back, too. I don't yep. know if you, like, he was chasing dudes mm-hmm. off like crazy. Um, yeah, I would say he looked a little bit slow last game, mm-hmm. and then this game he like really looked like himself. Although, I will say, I love like his intense defense and like mm-hmm. how he just like really gets up in the guy, but sometimes it's too much. And you'll get those you'll get those terrible fouls, and you're like, "Why?" <laughs> Chill out a little bit. <laughs> he he sets the tone, though, right? Like he's the one that kind of makes everyone go harder. I guess Absolutely. on that end, the Avery Bradley challenge. <laughs> yeah, they threw him on Tyler Harrow last night. I think that was his uh, his mm-hmm. his person to guard, and Tyler Harrow went like three for twelve. I think last night. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So two more interesting things I wanted to just hit on. Uh, Rondo sort of came back down to earth from three-point range last night. <laughs> Yo, I was so upset. I literally was like, because I just put out a video like two days ago about how he's been shooting so well and like he's just total offensive game. And then he went out and shot oh for like four from three this game. Yep. And I was like, damn, that just looks bad. <laughs> It was bad too because like they were like when when people talk about like Rondo being wide wide open because defenses are ignoring him they were like all those kinds of shots yeah um but you know it's it's Rondo you knew we were gonna, he was going to come back down to earth at some point so hopefully this zero for four is followed by at least a make and in, in the next game and then we can sort of get back on track um one thing that I did find interesting I don't know the answer to this so I was hoping like one of you guys had insight to this but I just thought it was really interesting that. Of all the players that played from the bench, none of them shot any free throws. And I, I don't know if it's just a matter of like how the bench gets shot, get their, gets their shots. Um, you know, because like obviously when LeBron's on the floor and AD's on the floor, a lot of the game is played through them. Um, so if Rondo's not going to the cup and he's only shooting threes and like Avery Bradley's stopping before he gets to the to the hoop and shooting those those pull-ups, then like we're not getting as many, you know, shots close to the basket for the bench guys. But even for like Dwight to not shoot any free throws yeah. as as a big guy. Granted, he only shot the ball three times, but I just thought it was I just thought it was interesting that like all the free throws came from the from the starters tonight yeah, uh, last u- night. It's usually the bench. If I'm I could be wrong, but I think the bench normally doesn't get a ton of free throws. It's mainly Dwight who gets it. Like when it's off like a pick and roll, and LeBron will throw him a lob, and he'll get fouled on the lob or anything like that, where he catches it down low and tries to go up with it, or like goes for the offensive rebound and he gets held. So that's how mm-hmm. how he'll get his free throws. But I don't mm-hmm. think like. 
most other players get like shoot like attempt that many just because for example the bench in the second quarter they'll, they'll come out with LeBron and LeBron will really be the like the initiator the guy who will attack the basket and dish it out and everything so I don't really think you know they get to the line all that much in total but yeah usually you'll at least see Dwight get I mean two to four free throws maybe more yeah yeah I agree it's mainly because the the bench has a pretty simple like offense that they do they kind of run everything through LeBron and it's and they don't have any other real initiators so it's Kind of just a drive and kick offense, pretty much. So either you're open, you drive, you kick, you drive, you kick. Yep. You're not gonna get too many free throws. But I think the Dwight um not having any free throws last night is kind of like um it's not actually true because I know he didn't actually shoot it, but he drove like I think <laughs> five uh, loose ball fouls, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I think uh, the guys are just holding him. I don't know if you see him in the third quarter, but like yeah. he's just wearing the guys are just holding him on the so. I think that's more than enough, I guess, for, for him. But, yeah, he'd like to see more free throws. In that, in that same thread, he had four offensive rebounds. The entire Miami Heat team had five offensive rebounds. So Yeah. I just thought that was pretty cool. They had 14. The Lakers had 14 offensive rebounds total. And that's sort of that those second chance points kind of made up for the uh, the points off turnovers yep. that the Heat were getting as well. But Although, I will say, Lakers got to do something about their free throw shooting. They have not been on top of it lately. I think AD even missed two last night, right? Yeah. AD missed two, two. LeBron missed two, Pope, Caldwell Pope missed two. Miami nightlife? I don't know. You know what it was, though? I feel like Anthony Davis and uh, KCP both knew that LeBron was one and four in that building, so it kind of like got into their head a little (laughs) bit while they are at the free throw line. (laughs) I wonder how many more times you can bring that up in the pod. (laughs) I mean, no matter what, it won't be as many times as Doris brought it up on the broadcast. (laughs) Um. So this is something that's dumb, but I, I'm interested in it. Uh, do you guys remember, at, at I think it was like six minutes left in the fourth, uh, AD got what I thought was a clean block. And it was a huge block because, I mean, obviously the entire fourth was close, but it was a close game. And they called a goaltend. And the Lakers still had three timeouts. Obviously, you get under three minutes, you only get two timeouts. So they still had one to spare. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I thought it was clean. And AD just goes up to Frank and he's like, challenge that. Uh, and Frank didn't challenge it. Um, and from what I remember from previous games, Frank is pretty conservative mm-hmm. with the challenges. Like the only one that I really remember is the one where the foul and the the jump shot where he called KCP over and he was like, "Did you effing touch him? Tell me the truth." Yeah. Um. So I just thought it was interesting. I just I just think it's I think it's interesting because um it's sort of like a traditional hard nosed approach to the challenges, being like we're only gonna use it if it's really necessary, we're gonna trust our defense to like make up for any lapses. Yeah. Um which which I think is just a cool way to go about using the, the challenges in general, even though it's a new rule. I'm a fan of it. I don't I personally I don't like calling a challenge in the first half at all. Yeah. I, I think it's a waste. I think the challenges you should keep for like the clutch moments in the game. Mm-hmm. Um but like not like under two minutes, because I mean yeah, you still save for under two minutes, but you can still review things under two minutes, like the out of right. bounds or anything like that. But I think it's like really important to save it for the fourth quarter mainly, like when you're trying to go on a run or anything. If you're like up by a lot or something like that, yeah, you can use it earlier. But if you're it's a tight game, I would save that for the fourth quarter because that can like be a difference yeah, maker. That eighty like, block, it, there wasn't. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say that eighty block wasn't even close. Like I thought, I thought that was a pretty clean block. And on the rewatch, I, I thought he would challenge it, but yeah, I agree. I don't think you should use your challenge in the first half. It doesn't really make sense to me. Like, what was that team we played where they used the challenge on like the first play of the game? Do you remember oh, yeah. that? Like, some coach used it like with like eight seconds went off the game clock or whatever, and he lost. Like I was, <laughs> I was like, 
I was just saying I, I also don't like that in the in the the challenges like that you if you win you still lose your challenge. I feel like you should be able to keep it. But anyways, go ahead. I just don't want there to be more interruptions, so I kinda like that. Like yeah, congratulations, you won, you get your time out, let's play some basketball. Um I, I'll offer uh, offer a devil's advocate point um to like not using to to waiting to use your challenge. One, I feel like it's useful when like like this isn't this didn't happen with LeBron last yeah. night, but like say like LeBron got his third foul. Say if he got his third foul like early in the second quarter, and you right. really don't think it's a foul, like you like you you think it's good enough a good enough challenge to be overturned, mm. then I think you should use your challenge in that instance because then you sort of save yourself five LeBron minutes That's still in fair. the first half. Um, that's, that's one thing. Uh, two, I think if like a call happens and there's like a, like a mandatory timeout and you're, you have to take the, like, you have to take the mandatory timeout and you disagree with the call. I think you should use your challenge there because it's not like you're going to lose the timeout. Like you're already going to lose the timeout regardless. And if you think it could be overturned, then like, that's fine. Um, these, these reasons are also going from strongest to weakest. So that's like my middle weakest. And this is the weakest reason. Um, I'd say to use it earlier. Apparently, I don't. I haven't seen the data, obviously, but apparently, some of the analytics crews of the teams, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, they they run their their projections and their models and whatnot, and they say that like a random, like using your challenge at a random, what could be like a four or five point swing in the second quarter is just as valuable, apparently, as that same you know uh, goaltending overturn call in the fourth quarter. So if you have one that's obvious, you should use it when it's obvious rather than waiting. That's what the analytics say. I tend to agree more also because it's like I tend to agree more with with you, Ali. Like you should you should wait until you need to because yeah. you don't want to like mess up the flow or you don't want to really need it later. Um, that's how I feel. But I, I guess I could see an argument for for those other three uh, methodologies as well. I just feel like it can really like a it's like a timeout in a sense. So mm-hmm. you, you can use like a timeout in that sense. Um, and B like it can really like if a team's on a run. You can really stop that run by like challenging a play. Yeah, sure. But like, like you said, um, using in the clutch, it's kind of like the Rockets try to protest their little um, dunk with James Harden, right? I mean, if they challenged that, they would have won that, I guess. But there was still like eight minutes left in the game, so I mean, like you, you have time to correct those errors. But like mm-hmm. in the late, every every point almost costs like double because you don't have time. Um, so I wouldn't use it until like maybe the end of the fourth, but. The foul one, like that, that would probably be the best one because I think Orlando did that with Aaron Gordon um, when we played them. I think he had like two quick fouls and then he got called for a third one and they challenged it and they won. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that I could see. Yeah, I just mean like if something's a goaltend, like a foul. Right. If, if it's a foul for like one of your better players, yeah, for sure. But if it's something yeah. like a goaltend, I feel like you don't need to. Yeah, yeah, you because you kind of like I agree with you. Like you just chalk it up, like. Yeah, like rest miss calls sometimes. Like, yeah. all right, let's get over it. Let's let's yeah. play basketball. Exactly. Um. So one more. I had one more play that I wanted to talk about. Um. And then I'll then I'll shut up. Um. <laughs> but there was this. <laughs> it was a five point game, like halfway through the fourth quarter. Um. And I I think Dwight Jim uh, Jimmy Butler missed a free throw. Dwight Howard got the rebound, and like someone tried to contest him getting the rebound. So Dwight ends up a little off balance. And like throws like an overhead one-handed hook pass to I forget who it was I think it was LeBron but I'm not quite sure exactly um, but it just sailed it sailed out of bounds at the scores table it was just a bad pass and he kind of rushed it um, and like five point game with seven minutes six minutes left uh, oh, yeah. in the game it's like 
Jesus, Dwight, like, what are you doing? (laughs) Just, like, pass the ball with two hands. Um, And, like, you could tell he was, like, disappointed in himself. He, like, looks down. He, like, screams something. And, like, three Lakers players, like, went up to him and gave him a dap. And it's just like, all right, let's get to it. You know what I mean? And I just thought that was, like, indicative of, like, how this team goes about business. They're just together. And they're just, like, next play, flush it down the toilet. That was, I mean, that was this game in a hole, right? Like, LeBron has that first half, but... Flush down the toilet. Let's go out. Let's get the next one. I just really like that play. I thought that was like super in a, a microcosm of, of this team in this game. That's a that's a great point. Like they they genuinely like I've I, it's been a while. Probably not since like the two thousand nine Lakers team where the okay. chemistry is just so so high. Like everybody's got each other's back. Everybody's cheering at all times. Like anytime you fall near the bench, the bench will go and pick you up. Like it's just mm-hmm. it's really really fun to see. Yeah, I've never seen a team click like this before. Like even that '09 team, they had guys who were there from like '06, '07, right? Like Lamar yeah. and Jordan. this one is like almost 13 new guys, and they're all kind of on the same page. I didn't watch the game live yesterday, and then my mentions were like, "Boogie was a big part of why we won." I was like, "What? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean Boogie was a big part of why?" He's like, "Oh yeah, LeBron mentioned like Boogie as one of the guys," and I thought that was like kind of crazy. And then I saw a clip during the game where Alex Caruso was kind of he wasn't obviously telling LeBron like giving LeBron pointers, but he was kind of just giving his opinion. I thought that was a pretty cool moment. LeBron was like nodding his head. His team looks clicking from 1 to one to 15. I'm getting goosebumps because I remember that conversation on the on the bench. Yeah. And I was just like, that is incredible. And I couldn't tell. Like I was trying to see in LeBron's eyes if he was like, man, whatever. But it seemed like he was really into it. No, he was really into it. Yeah. You know what I think is like a really important part of this team? It's the two-year contracts that were given out and not instead of one-year contracts. I think that was a big, like, that was clearly a big issue last season. I think that's a super underrated aspect. Even just, like, the the security of knowing, like, even if I get traded, I at least, like, have this deal. You know what I mean? Um, I don't have to play the season, like, and ball out for myself so that I can get a nice contract this summer. Exactly. Right. Right. Three of them have no trade clause, like, uh, De facto, yeah. no trade clause. I think Rondo, KCP, and Javel. Yeah. Even the other guys, they're on full two-year deals like Avery Bradley. He knows he could be here next year. Like, I, think that's, I think that's pretty cool. Was yeah. it was Avery Bradley a two-year one? Yeah. Yeah, he got two-year Yeah. Yeah, I just think that's a very like big part of this team is that, like, I think, I'm not saying the season would have gone differently, but I think their attitudes towards the team is, like, right. different because of the two-year deals. I agree with that. I yeah. mean, and... You know, people joked about it, but maybe that Vegas pre uh preseason camp really worked with that LeBron put on. <laughs> I mean, there's just there's little ways that you see the chemistry, and yeah. obviously, twenty three and three is is a huge way that you see the chemistry. Yes. And cutting off my own point, like thirteen and one on the road is no joke. Yeah, it's insane. That's bananas. Um, like, like the Lakers have as many road losses as the Heat do home losses. <laughs> like, um, so that's incredible. But maybe, but, maybe the Lakers should start losing games on purpose so that in the playoffs they don't have home court advantage. <laughs> road advantage. Yeah. Or <laughs> the first time ever where a team who's first allows the other team to have home court advantage. <laughs> now that would be sick if you got to choose. Yeah. <laughs> do you want home court or not? Nah. <laughs> 
Let's <laughs> let's let's start in Phoenix. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> like in Family Feud, nobody. I mean, sorry if nobody watches Family Feud. I watch it. With oh, come my on, dad. bro. But uh, of course. But it's like when the person uh wins the wins the like one on one thing, uh-huh. and they go, "Do you want to start it, or the other? Do you want to give it to the other team?" And they're like. It's it's always let's start we'll we'll, yeah. we'll go and then one one time you'll see someone go let's give it to them and you're like wait what that's not that's not normal <laughs> they they look back at their family and like should we should we we're gonna pass yeah, we're gonna yeah. pass <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a that's a great uh, family feud is top uh, almost as good as the Price is Right for me if you ask me I've never like my my dad will watch it on the weekends I never like I never have watched the Price is Right that much. Yeah, I feel like that was like one the show right before me, like before I was old enough to watch those shows. I was that's fair. That. That's fair. I'm old, I guess. That's the way this is gonna be. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, it was on in my house. I just I never paid attention to it. So real quick, just uh, just because Avery Bradley's back, uh, the Lakers is this right? Did the Lakers have a defensive rating of one eleven last night? I I I I believe that. Yeah, I, believe I think so. it is. And so we failed the Avery challenge because <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Actually, I don't yeah, know they, what the average defensive rating was. Uh, yeah, they, at the gave, start of the they game. gave Miami 110 points last night. So I guess Miami. I guess there's there's an extra point per possession in there somewhere. Eighty <laughs> said the Avery challenge was to have the number one defense in the league. I think. So I think the number one I defense. Think, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was to hold the. I thought the Avery challenge was while he was out, they wanted to hold the team below the def- the average defensive rating for the league. Oh, I don't. It's not what I remember him saying. I, I thought think, he just said think, having I, the best defense. I'm not sure. You know all, what? All I know is I the gonna, Avery challenge has to be you have to play some damn good defense. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> that shows how much they respect Avery, though, right? Like they named the damn defensive challenge out of after yeah. him. Dave's like, why is it not the AD challenge? Like I'm the damn dude. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. <laughs> like, oh man, <laughs> that's just, hey, this humility. You gotta humble yourself. <laughs> gotta humble yourself. Uh, it's about to be the Demarcus Cousins challenge next. <laughs> we just want to encourage somebody every game. Oh man! All right. Uh, any other any other uh, uh, plays from the game that you guys wanted to to discuss? Uh, I want to talk about one that like really stood out to me. It was mm-hmm. the tip pass that LeBron gave to Anthony Davis. <sighs> that was that was like that was beautiful. Pickup hoop uh, on Twitter. Shout out mm-hmm. Pickup hoop. He tweeted a side by side of like Magic tipping it to Kareem, and it was just it, I love. I watched that video maybe like ten times in a row. I don't know. That play was just like that was I'm speechless. Look legendary, right? Yeah, that kind yep. of the slow mo of it. Ooh, shout out Lonzo for that tip pass last season. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was weird too because he wasn't even like he wasn't looking at <laughs> at Anthony Davis when he when he went up for the rebound. He just he legit just knew he was there. Yeah, shout out Lakers for getting a long rebound. <laughs> and the AD screaming like after he was screaming and one like he was like all intense. I thought that was that was really cool. Yeah, that's because he got fouled. <laughs> LeBron Don't and AD man, that. they can't. I mean, hey, I, they they won't. Hey, that's fair, but you know, it's yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Like LeBron shooting a season or a career low from free throws, he shot four last night. I just it's hard for me to imagine LeBron shooting four free throws in a game. Not because they're playing perfect defense on him, obviously. Like they're not touching him. Like there's nothing. Like, yeah. Okay, so unless I'm I'm re I'm retracting here because unless Kyle Goon is lying to me, 
the concept for the Avery Challenge was for the Lakers to beat the league best defensive rating yeah. every game while he was oh, out. Okay. You're right. So it was a, it was it was a combination of what we both thought. So we're both right. The forum's always right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, if nobody has any other plays to talk about, uh, one last one last thing. Um, people people don't even remember that they were down ten when the third quarter started. Like, uh, and I'm doing this thing, no free promo, but this thing called Game of Runs. It'll probably be out by today. But um, the Lakers went on like a twenty-one to four run, and the the ESPN people didn't even say anything because you couldn't even tell. Like it just kept happening. Yep. All of a sudden, you look at the score. The Lakers were up like eleven out of nowhere. And this team goes on just insane. Like when they turn the defense on. So I don't have like a specific play, but like they, they just go on like an insane defensive run that just kind of wallops teams. And mm-hmm. I feel like the game was pretty much decided there, and they were just holding off Miami after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just just that part right there was, was crazy. The the Warriors. Over the last few seasons, they were the team where, like, you'll be down by, or, like, your team will be up by 15, mm-hmm. but you just know, like, okay, at some point, they're going to get back in the game. We just have to, like, continue pushing, but they're going to get back in the game. I right. feel like that's the Lakers this season. Like, a 10-point deficit on the road against, like, maybe the best home team in the league currently, that thing was wiped away in, like, a minute. You yep. know what I mean? Like, that, like, Miami thought they had a little cushion, and then, like, in a minute, it was, like, a timeout, and then another timeout, and all of a sudden, Lakers are up five, like you said, and, like, man, that's... That looks unfair. Yeah. All right. Well, um, first and foremost, you don't have to know free promo yourself. <laughs> you can free promo yourself. <laughs> like, that's just a general rule. <laughs> um, just to put that out there. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I, pre- I appreciate the humility. Uh, very Dwight Howard of you. <laughs> um, but speaking of free pre- promo, uh, promo. I know how to speak English. English is cool. Free promo. Um, speaking of free promo, Ali, take it away. Ooh, okay. Um, so today I had an article come out on Silver Screen Roll where um Dwight and LeBron gave out a few uh gave out a few nicknames to their teammates this season, and I decided to rank them from uh worst to best. Now some of them are cringy, some of them are just terrible, but there are a few that are good. So we thought we would go through um, like all of the names and like I'll go in the order that I said and then we'll talk about each one just to see like if Raj and Rick kind of agree with me or not. So you guys ready? Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's do this. All right. To start off, I have to actually open up the article. Um, I remember that eight was uh, <laughs> the angry bird for Anthony Davis. Uh-huh. Um, I-, I thought that was just awful like i don't know how his name can be i understand like if he was a pelican how that can kind of be given to him but he's not a pelican he also like when when the angry like the game angry bird um the bird kind of like has a unibrow and he gets mad but like doesn't i don't know i just i just think it's a terrible nickname what do you guys think i agree with you i i I see what they're doing with that though you know what i mean like when the when the angry bird is angry or when the bird is angry like he has a unibrow but Anthony Davis deserves a better nickname than that. Like Christoph Porzingis has the unicorn. Like a, he needs some kind of like that level of nickname. I don't know what it is, but I agree with you. That's 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 pretty bad. I I just like the brow for him. Yeah, yeah, the brow's good. Well, I was gonna say the brow might be good because it's like it fits and it's short and succinct. But it's not like the greatest nickname in the world. So it's not like we're starting <laughs> off with a high bar for Anthony Davis. So like to fall short of the brow, I feel like it's just bad. 
<laughs> I actually forgot his nickname was the Brow until you just told me right now. So, yeah, so right. <laughs> also, uh, Raj said this before, but I think there's an added element to the Angry Bird because he played for the Pelicans and he forced a way out of New Orleans. I feel like that's like a nice little layer. Oh, yeah. Doesn't make the doesn't make the nickname any better, but still, <laughs> the unloyal bird. <laughs> Yo, the, that's all bird. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Like a nickname the Pelicans gave him. Like <laughs> so we do okay. we all agree? So you guys have seen the full list, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Do you agree? And if you guys want to see the whole list before we go off, you guys can like pull it up just to see if you guys agree with us or not. But yeah, I think that's like firmly number eight. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, number seven. I have the nickname Dwight gave Kuzma. Uh, crisscross. Uh, Crisscross was a um, hip hop duo uh, back in the day, and he his explanation for it was <laughs> it was when Kuz had the dreads, and so he said uh, that Kuz wears dreads like Travis Scott. He looks like he's a part of the group Crisscross. So Crisscross, both of the guys in it had dreads, and I I get it. Like I think it's very unique, just or not unique, but it's very like if you like Crisscross's initials are KK and Kyle Kuzma's initials are KK. So I think that part's cool. I don't think Dwight like thought that. But, uh, yeah, I just put it seventh because you can't stick to it because Kuz always changes his hair. He's not going to always have that. So I don't think the nickname really sticks. What do you guys think? I mean, for one, the one th- reason I do think it fits is because Chris Cross used to wear their clothes backwards. Yeah. Uh, like they would wear their pants backwards and their jerseys backwards. And if there's one Lakers player who would do that, it's Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Um, but like you said, he didn't. Didn't he get a haircut? Like he cut his hair. He has short hair now. He's, yeah, I think he had so. To, it's already irrelevant. I think he had the dreads for two games. That's why I had it seventh. I think it's like it's cool, but it just doesn't fit. No, yeah. I feel like I'm a hip hop fan, but I don't know who Crisscross is. I don't know if that's bad or not. Oh man. Oh, okay. oh man. I'm sorry. I apologize to any Crisscross fans, but uh, really don't know who that is. I because I read your article and you said like Travis Scott. I thought that was connected to it. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's not, I guess. So I'm not really sure. But jump, jump, crisscross to make you jump, jump. You know that song? <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I heard that song. Okay. There we go. But, okay, cool. Yeah, right. with that hair, it fits. But without the hair, I think the nickname doesn't really um, go with it. But it's better than um, what is it? it's better than Angry Bird. I'll say that. So <laughs> also, awesome. like crisscross just reminds me of like crossover so i'm like thinking of someone with like ball handling skills when you say call them crisscross and like i love kyle but like that's not i'm not he's not the one i think of immediately when i think of like cross it was just it just doesn't it doesn't the word association just isn't together yeah i uh yeah i just i I, do you agree with that being seven for sure yeah okay all right glad we're on the same page um number six uh dwight said He calls KCP Smoke Dog. Now, this is, to me, the corniest one. Um, He said the reason he gave KCP that name is because when there's fire, there's smoke. On the offensive end, he's on fire. And on the defensive end, he's smoking. So, I don't think I have to explain it. I just think that's why that's number six on the list. I don't know if he did this on purpose, but I like this because KCP is so hot and cold. Like, so when he's hot, he's burning, I guess. So when there's smoke, like, it's not just smoke, it's actually fire. Um, but when there's no smoke, there's nothing. I don't know if that makes any sense. But. 
Where there's smoke, there's fire. But where there's no smoke, it's cold. <laughs> like, there's no middle burn. Like, there's no, like, 75 degrees. It's either burning or it's not. Yeah. Uh, so, do you guys know that, that GIF from Anchorman? Excuse me, that GIF from Anchorman? Will, Will Ferrell, like, points, and he's like, I don't believe you. Do well, <laughs> so, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. that, that is my reaction to Dwight's explanation of Smoke Dog. I, I, look, I don't know too many people other than rappers who have that nickname, and uh, it has nothing to do with their smoke, their fire. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't, nah, I don't believe you, Dwight. I just don't believe you. And if that is the reason... And they're really out here calling this man Smoke Dog in public. It moves way past six on my level, on my list. That is top three, if so. Maybe, so maybe he was about to explain why, and he's like, oh, crap, I can't really explain why. And then he's like, because he went, uh, there's smoke, there's he's, there's fire, and he's Smoke Dog. <laughs> These are quite the accusations that are going on here. Hey, look, look, I'm, I'm, this is pure circumspect, <laughs> but I'm just using context clues to, to build an argument. And again, if that is the case, then not six for me. But if, if, it, if it's innocent, then I'm with the, with the ranking all the way. So for five and four, are we good to go on the next one? Yes. For, uh, for five and four, I think these will generally be quick because we've talked about it. But Jared Dudley's duds um, is just, you know... I, a lot of times I'll call people by their last name and add a Z like halfway through. I've done that often, but like, I think that's cool. Like it's, it's, it's not really, you know, something special, but people have already called him duds on social media and stuff like that. So it's like picked up. So it, it's just a plain nickname. So, you know, I've landed that at five. Uh, and then four was Kareem Abdul-McGee. Uh, I think we all know about that one. When Dwight yelled that after Kareem, I mean, Kareem, after uh, Javier took <laughs> shot. So I had that at five and four. You guys agree with those? I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd probably switch the KCP one with Kareem, but yeah, I oh, the KCP. So you'd have KCPs at four. I'd have probably probably Dudley at four, and then KCP at five. The Kareem one seems just too long to me. Is that me, or is that? Is that me? Yeah, that's not a nickname. It's more of just like an alternate name. I actually yeah. hear what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Duds is solid though. I do the yeah, same thing is. with the Z. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, it's cool, but you can't do it to every last name. You can do it to only a few. Duds fits perfectly. Perfectly. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the wrestler, like nothing. Uh, I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. Okay. I I wish I you think. and Alex got me believing yeah. Alex regular on Twitter oh, that I, that is <laughs> that is like part of like his name is the wrestler. I wish I wish it was because of that, but I don't think it is. Okay. He's the third Dudley boy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Devon, Bubba Ray, and Jared. <laughs> 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 oh, I could go off on that. Um, <laughs> um, then number three uh, was Frank Vogel's Frank the Tank. Now that obviously is like Frank Kaminsky's uh, nickname, but it, I, I like it just because the main reason I liked it so much was because he just doesn't look like a Frank Tank. No, but, <laughs> no, he doesn't. But like you remember Bra- Byron Scott's nickname was the Tank Commander. So I just like how it's like completely flipped. Now it's Frank the Tank, and he's like leading the best team in the NBA and all that. So I, I, I just I bought into it, and I like really like it. So yeah, yeah, I like it too. I just I just don't like that. I think of like Byron Scott, something like the Tank Commander. Yeah, but yeah, I like this for Frank. It's a little word association with that, but yeah. I, I, I again I'll say it again. I, I'll take Smoke Dog over Frank the Tank, but Frank the Tank is that's that's solid. <laughs> you guys, also, you guys have Smoke Dog that high up the list. I like Smoke Dog. Yeah, that's I like, like it too. all right. I want you to start calling KCB Smoke Dog from now on. 
<laughs> All right. Hey, if I can get Zane to do it, then we're, we're in business. <laughs> Zane has no. I'm sure Zane has a tattoo called Smoke Dog on his Marty. And when there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What, I don't know what's lit though. Anyway, number two. Go ahead. Number two, Troy Daniels layup. Now LeBron gave Daniels that name because he said every time he shoots a three, it's a layup. That he's not exactly. You know, that's not exactly true this season. Um, but. I like it. Like, I think it's actually yeah. a unique name. I have never heard someone with that nickname before. It's short, like, to make it points for you guys, it's short. It's easy to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think that was, like, a very unique nickname for him. Yeah, this is actually my favorite one. I just It's clean. Like, like I don't know. When I heard it the first time, I, I really liked the way they put it. Um, although, yeah, Troy Daniels hasn't been a layup from three. But yeah. still, yeah, I, I like the nickname a lot. It's, it's nice and clean. You can just say it. Like, when he shoots, he'd be a layup. You can't really go, like, dead shot. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of yeah. <laughs> a little bit harder. But, yeah, when you could just say layup every time he shoots, I think that's pretty cool. You Well, oh, sorry, uh, Rick, you go ahead. No, no, no. That, I mean, you said it all. That was, yeah, I agree. So, okay. So, then number one is Danny Green's dead shot. Now, to say that you can't really say dead shot, mm-hmm. you could imagine hitting a three and you're like, dead shot, Danny. Like, something like that. That's yeah, That's different. That's true. But I just think Deadshot is such a, like, a cool, like, layup is, like, all right. Like, it's it's unique and everything, but Deadshot's, like, cool. <laughs> Deadshot's yeah, a, a and he has, like, that tattoo on him already for that. Like, I don't know. I just think, I think it, like, fits perfectly for him. Yeah, I feel like layup, you say when, like, Troy Daniels hits a three, you're like, layup. Like, you're all yeah. excited. But yeah. when Danny Green hits the three, you're like, that's Deadshot. Like, what do you, like, it's just, <laughs> it's smooth. I think It's just cool. I think that's the one that, like commentators can like say you know like he hits a three dead shot with the three you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah if, if uh if mark jones is doing the game and troy daniels hits a three he goes uh, and that's why they call him layup but <laughs> if danny green hits the three it's just like boom dead shot yeah i agree yeah. with you 100 percent. yeah i feel like that's the name that you can just really like work with on a on like someone commentating a game See, this is why we need like alternate broadcasts because I really want to hear somebody say like, "Okay, Frank the Tank has subbed in Duds. Oh, Duds to layup. Layup gives it to Deadshot in the wing. Oh, Smoke Dog is celebrating on the bench. I want somebody to use these nicknames. Billy Mack would totally do that call. Like that, that sounded just like <laughs> Billy Mack to me. <laughs> I could see Billy Mack saying it, and then Stu's just like, "Oh God." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that was like that was like when uh when Kendrick Nunn last night dunked and and, Mar- and Mark Jones goes say it with your chest second oh, yeah. to none and Doris Burke goes Doris Burke just goes are you kidding me <laughs> that was incredible yeah that's the end of the list there, right. how many of those do you think are actually good uh like like what do you mean like good like appropriate like I think four are appropriate or like cool but like. In terms of good, like, would I use them? I think three. I would use three. Like, I'm not going to call Vogel Frank the Tank, but I think that's good. <laughs> that's cool. But, like, Troy is, Tro- Troy's layup, Danny's dead shot, and KCP smoke dog. Oh. No, okay, then you're not going to call him Duds? <laughs> I wouldn't call Jared Dudley. I, I think that's a cool nickname, but, like, some nicknames you just let other people use. <laughs> I don't think me and Jared Dudley are close enough for me to call him Duds yet, but... <laughs> Because does that's like that's a nickname, but it's also just like that's a noun of direct address. Like that's not a like if I call KCP Smoke Dog, he knows what's up. But me calling Jared Dudley does, it's just like are we that familiar? Like you know, yeah, like he follows me on Twitter, but I don't think that's enough. Like I don't think that's en- <laughs> enough for me to be like, hey, does how'd you play last night? Like no, nah, I don't think I can do that. Does what's up with the tickets, bro? 
You know what would be cool? If they did the, the remember when, I think it was Miami versus Boston, where they did the nicknames on the back of the jersey? Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it against Boston? Don't remember. I, don't remember. I, think, I think it was against Boston. I'm not 100% sure, but I know it was Miami. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love to have that back, and I would love to see Smoke Dog on the back of KCP's jersey. <laughs> I, I don't know if the league would allow <laughs> such a thing. <laughs> so, so I'm oh, sorry. Let's see, is LeBron's King James still yes. then? Or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Imagine if he changed it to Goat. <laughs> Go, Goat James. I missed yeah. the Chosen One. The Chosen One was fire. Yeah, that. I'm not going to lie. That was probably my favorite nickname for him over King. But King, like, just fit. Like, King, like you guys say, it's easier to say than the Chosen One. Yeah. I remember on the Cavs, like, they had a bike dub and they would call LeBron King. Like, just as, like, a nickname. Just call him King. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about walking to a locker room and being like, oh, what's up, King? <laughs> <laughs> King, what's cracking, bro? You good, King? Can I what get do you I some know? water, King? <laughs> yeah. I say it all sarcastically after he has like a bad yeah. game. <laughs> Why don't you work on your free throws, King? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You were the chosen one to miss those free throws late in the game. <laughs> Hey, hey, why'd you choose to miss those free throws? <laughs> oh, well, uh, this devolved. <laughs> what, if you're listening, LeBron, that we don't mean it. <laughs> if, if LeBron listened to this podcast, I would have to stop. I would have to be like, you know what? We're done. We're done. This is all that I need. It's all that I needed. Oh. Well, uh, no matter what you like to call the Lakers individually, as a group, we can call them 23 and 3. Oof. That's true. You feel it. Uh, and they're really handling this uh, This December. First half of December's up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sunday, December 15th against Atlanta. Another, like, that was out of the, uh, I, I guess, other than Milwaukee, obviously, that was the, the hardest East Coast team where, where the, the Lakers are going to play. So that was, like, a nice uh, a nice preview of seeing the Lakers up against an East Coast contender before mm-hmm. before Thursday's matchup uh, against the Bucks. Um, I would love for the Lakers to not slip because I feel like the Hawks and the Pacers, not that they're going to be easy because obviously Trey Young can go off at any time and the Pacers are a great team, but it would be nice to see them handle business against two teams that they're obviously better than um, and go into that game against Milwaukee super confident. Yep. And Milwaukee probably had like an 18-game winning streak, I think, going into that. Or 19, yeah, they'll have a 19-game. Jesus. Yeah, so it would be nice to end that. That's actually wow. That's very impressive. Like that's bananas. Win nineteen <laughs> games in a row. Yeah, you can't do no strength of schedule there. Like no. that's like a quarter of the season. Like come on. and Giannis even sat out like one of those games. Yeah, I think they won their last four games by like a total of like a hundred and thirty points or something. Some ridiculous number. Like, they're beating teams by like forty. All right. Well, thank you for making me confident. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. But. In the meantime, uh, I guess we'll have a, a couple more games to discuss the next time uh, we speak to you, mm-hmm. to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but twenty three and three. Hey, it's Anthony Davis and LeBron's numbers. How about we just stay twenty three and three forever? I'm just kidding. Seventy four and eight. <laughs> Should I not say that out loud? Yeah, too soon. Too yeah. soon. All right. Well, before I say anything else dumb, this has been <laughs> the forum. Peace. Peace. Close enough.